back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. October 15th, 2020, T-Mobile leases more spectrum and Verizon's 5G disappoints. T-Mobile is leasing more 600 megahertz spectrum following the smaller than expected lease agreement with Dish. We review how much they got and what deals might be next. We also discussed some new comments from Verizon about their early DSS deployments. Why does T-Mobile need more Spectrum again? We view 600 MHz as a stopgap measure for T-Mobile while it cleans up and then builds out its deep 2.5 GHz Spectrum holdings. We have been talking about 2.5 GHz Spectrum as a potential differentiator for a long time. First for Clearwire, then for Sprint, and now for T-Mobile. But it has to be built out. Yet here we are in the final quarter of 2020, and T-Mobile is adding more spectrum as a stopgap measure to improve LTE and muster better initial 5G speeds while it builds its 2.5. 600 MHz for LTE. T-Mobile is deploying LTE and 5G NR technology on low-band spectrum. T-Mobile's disdain for DSS means that it will dedicate a portion of low-band spectrum exclusively to LTE in order to support its customer base and the subscribers it will migrate from Sprint. We estimate that over 35 million devices on T-Mobile's network are compatible with 600 MHz spectrum. That is more than 50% of its branded customer base. Our note included a quote from T-Mobile's public interest statement over the Columbia Capital Spectrum lease. Quote, Another immediate benefit will be to facilitate the transition of Sprint customers to T-Mobile's network and provide coverage infills for Sprint customers with compliant LTE Band 71 devices. Close quote. 600 MHz for 5G. 5G deployments on low-band spectrum provide T-Mobile subscribers with the broad, dedicated 5G coverage that its management team has been promoting. Unfortunately, T-Mobile's low-band spectrum is not deep enough to deliver 5G speeds that are materially different than LTE, especially when they also plan to dedicate a portion to LTE. We had hoped that a lease with DISH would augment that spectrum position, but the terms on the lease, which was determined by the DOJ, did not provide T-Mobile with as much spectrum as we, and perhaps T-Mobile, expected. We included a second quote from T-Mobile's public interest statement. Quote, The combined leased spectrum will allow T-Mobile US to deploy its first-to-deliver 5G network, as well as its advanced 4G LTE service more broadly and robustly than is currently possible. Close quote. How much did they add this time? T-Mobile is seeking FCC approval on a lease with T-Star, a 600 MHz spectrum holder we previously identified as a potential target for T-Mobile. This is T-Mobile's third lease of a 600 MHz spectrum. It adds 300 million MHz pops to the 2.3 billion MHz pops of 600 MHz spectrum T-Mobile already leased from DISH and Columbia Capital. This latest deal includes at least 10 MHz of spectrum in 12 of the top 50 markets, including Phoenix, Sacramento, Las Vegas, San Antonio, Jacksonville, and Indianapolis. T-Star's Spectrum portfolio includes licenses won at auction, as well as secondary market purchases from AT&T. Like the Columbia deal, it's a three-year term, but can be terminated six months early. There does not appear to be the right to acquire this Spectrum at an agreed-upon price at the end of the lease. We then included a quote from our note on September 11th earlier this year, quote, we believe T-Mobile should approach the remaining 600 megahertz spectrum owners to further bolster their low-band spectrum positions, close quote. How much are they paying? 
No financial terms were disclosed for the T-Star or any of the three lease transactions. If we assumed a spectrum value of $1.50 a megahertz pop, which factors in a high single-digit cost of capital assumption for the sellers and their three-year-old asset, we estimate T-Mobile's aggregate 600 megahertz spectrum lease costs are approximately $300 million per year. That could rise with additional lease transactions. Here's our updated table of T-Mobile's next targets. Opening up the Spectrum screen can of worms. T-Mobile's new lease will add even more Spectrum in 47 markets where it already is above the Spectrum screen. It will also lift T-Mobile's low-band Spectrum holdings to more than one-third of available low-band Spectrum in 23 markets. That could generate more noise about how much Spectrum T-Mobile could be able to own ahead of the C-band auction. AT&T and Verizon have been vocal about this concern in the past, but might now be muzzled by the auction's quiet period. T-Mobile argues, quote, It is undisputed that the low-band screen was intended to protect carriers like T-Mobile from attempts by AT&T and Verizon, which had decades-old advantages in low-band spectrum holdings and a substantial head start in developing these resources, close quote. Is DISH not entitled to these same protections today? Interestingly, the public interest statement for the Columbia Capital lease said it did not raise any spectrum aggregation concerns, so they did not request a waiver. A quick but important update on DSS. T-Mobile likes to throw shade at Verizon about its use of DSS technology, and for good reason. T-Mobile has plenty of mid-band spectrum for dedicated 5G NR, and Verizon doesn't. In addition, DSS likely erodes capacity that Verizon needs for its 120 million subscribers. We hosted a lightshed access with Haas Moyn from a former Nokia CTO who validated Neville Ray's view that DSS erodes notable spectrum capacity. Please contact us for a link for the replay. Verizon has refuted T-Mobile's claims about DSS. It also previously disclosed a plan to use DSS over multiple blocks of spectrum when launching 5G. In fact, earlier this year, we wrote up how Verizon could win 5G during the iPhone launch based on its resolute plans to carrier aggregate multiple blocks of spectrums that could flip between 5G and LTE using the DSS technology. We were therefore surprised to see lower-than-expected speed tests uh, by Sasha Sagan of PC Mac last week on the earliest implementations of DSS. However, we are even more surprised to read the quotes in light reading attributable to Verizon's Bill Stone. Quote, Stone said Verizon would primarily run its nationwide 5G service over its 850 megahertz spectrum holdings, but could also run it in its PCS and AWS spectrum holdings in select locations. He also said, quote, the experience between 4G and nationwide 5G is similar. Close quote. Well, of course the speeds are going to be similar if you only use 850 megahertz spectrum holdings. Maybe Verizon has also now realized that the capacity-reducing impact of DSS on its mid-band spectrum was not worth the impact it would have on existing customers. So much for DSS plus CAA. If Verizon plans to deploy DSS on just one block of spectrum, our outlook for T-Mobile has improved notably for 2021. Thanks for engaging with our research product on audio. We're going to have a new podcast product for you quite shortly, so stay tuned. Have a great day.